Hey, girl. Hey. You ain't nervous, is you? Nope, not at all. Let's get with it. Let's get it. <laughs> I bet. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Last episode, I had my dear friend Tori on. She spoke about her journey with uh, her weight loss and her fitness journey, but more uh, notable, you know, her father's impact, uh, her late father's impact on her life. So, y'all, I'm going to keep this train rolling with Women's History Month today. I have my friend Arnika, aka Neek. Hey, hey. <laughs> I uh, reached out to her a little while ago, asking her if she'd be do me the honor of being on here. Because when I tell y'all, hell, she's an inspiration for me when it comes to her weight loss transformation is insane. Matter of fact, we worked out together one time. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Not sure if I'll do that again. You know, it's funny, like I've been on my she's been on her journey way longer than me. I'm two years in, she about 10 years in. And <laughs> she said, Yeah, you know, we go, I got my own little routine. You know, she was like, Yeah, we're gonna get on the stairmaster. I was like, Whoa, 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 big dog, wait a minute. So we ended up doing some other stuff, and I was like, Yeah, I I I, I, I put the cart before the horse on that one. So, you know, she uh will do me the honor we actually went to high school together we didn't know each other back then and this is the first time that i'm doing something doing an episode with somebody who i don't really know their story like that i mean you know i i know the weight loss i've seen the before and after pictures but you know every good story has a level of perseverance and overcoming adversity and i feel like you know she is the epitome of that so what's up hey 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 and by the way you did good when we went working out. Oh, all right. Good job. Show me some new stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. give yourself some credit. You did good. <laughs> hey, man. So real quick, man. I don't know if I ever asked you this. Um, How long you been on your journey? I have been on my journey now a little bit over three years. January 1st, 2022. Mm. Made three years of me being on my weight loss journey. Um Okay. It has definitely been a struggle. It has not been peaches and cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I started at my heaviest that I have ever been, which was 315 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And um, now I am in the 180s trying Man, to get out. That's literally <laughs> a half of a person, dog. Literally half of a person. I literally look at old pictures of myself and videos of myself, and I'm just like, wow, it's two different people, two totally different people. Like sometimes I just be like, wow, I have to get used to my new look. You know, when you're so used to looking in the mirror and looking at yourself and you look in a certain type of way and then you lose a whole person and then you turn around and you're just like, wow, that's two human beings. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. I, um, that's crazy. 315. Yep. Three 180. Wow. Wow. That's dope, man. So, you know, I, again, I will repeat, I don't know all of your story, but what I can assume is that every great story starts with a situation 
that wow. means you go, you know, let me let me go ahead and do something. So what's up with that, man? Like, you know, was there anything like that? Like, like, was it one elongated thing or was it just one thing that happened where you were like, damn, I gotta, I gotta do something. So, um, I struggled with my weight all my life, you know, mm-hmm. about before. Um, since I was a little kid, I kind of had it coming to me a little bit both of my family both sides of the family is from the south so you know how they get down yes they like to eat yes my daddy is from north carolina my mother is from florida so i got all the aunties and cousins that <laughs> love to cook very heavy from the waist down you know <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> um so that's where it really started you know like struggling all my life um i even did multiple weight loss programs growing up and I was in even in grade school middle school but um you know it wasn't until three years ago when I was in undergrad and I was asleep and I caught myself not being able to breathe oh shit and right and when I woke up I was just like oh my gosh like I'm 20 something years old and if I don't get control over my weight I'm going to die because that whole experience was just it was scary it was life-changing it was just so scary and life-changing for me and so that moment on I said I have to do something so then I started um my cousin actually she was on the keto diet so now keto is really really big if anyone knows, you know, if you don't mind me interrupting, what is, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I guess I am like, what is keto? I've heard of it. It's not, it's not, not, you're not being ignorant. Not everybody knows about it. So keto Mm. is a high fat, low carb diet. You intake a lot of high fats, but of course you are intaking a low amount of carbs. Okay. And with that high fat that you're intaking, of course, your body is able to burn it and all of that. And so it helps you gain. Um, I mean, not gain, excuse me, but lose. So that's basically like a short synopsis of what okay. the keto uh-huh. diet is. Um, so I started keto and it has definitely been life changing. I did a modified version of it hmm. uh, because it's certain meats that I don't eat. So like in the beginning. I used to eat uh, pork, beef, all of that. But then I cut out beef. I cut out pork out of my diet. I didn't stick to keto strictly. I just found my own avenue of how to do it. And it just worked for me, you know? Right. So I always tell people, if you're going to do it, do your research. But I will always be team keto. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so I started out slow I started out working out three times out of the week then I built myself up to four to six I did intermittent fasting for 16 to 17 hours hmm. um damn oh wait so, really? yeah 16 to 17 so well you wouldn't eat for 16 to 17 hours yep I wouldn't eat for 16 to 17 hours and I know it sounds crazy Shit. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting that digest. No pun intended. I know, I know, because in the beginning, when you tell people I'm fasting for 16, 17 hours, you thinking, well, that's half of the day. But what I used to do, I used to fast from 
5.30 at the earliest or 6 at the latest until like 10, maybe 11 o'clock the next day. So I did it that way because you think about it at nighttime, if you get a good five and a half, six hours, you're already fasting because you're asleep. You're laying down. You're not eating. That's true. Mentally, it was like a psychological type of thing. For real, for real. You got to kind of like psych your mind out. Okay, well, if I eat this, the last thing I eat, you know, I'll be up for the next few hours, but then I'll be asleep for the majority of the rest of the time that I'm fasting. Right. And depending on what, you know, how early you get up, you know, you just gotta kind of have to fight that time frame between that early morning, last minute fasting that you're, you know, that you're at. But it became easy. It became easy and it became a lifestyle. So, yeah, I mean, that's what it is, man. It's a lifestyle. And I know, I mean, shit, man, 16 hours. That's a, that's a, no wonder you almost have me passing out of the gym. You got that type of discipline. Shit. <laughs> It hasn't been easy. Trust yeah, me. no, man. Look, man, uh, uh what's uh 180 from 315? I mean, damn, like you I I know, you know, that's that's amazing, dog. You know, I mean, I didn't even know. Um, I know when we worked out that one time, like I just asked, like, you know, how long you actually been on it, but I didn't really ask, like, you know, I didn't want to like how much have you lost, you know. Um, but no, the lifestyle, man, you know, the way you went, like, you know. When I had my friend Tori on last time, she uh-huh. got, you know, a gastric bypass surgery. You did keto. I did my thing. Other people. It, it's just a testament that there's no right or wrong way. And it isn't no right or wrong thing. And I thought I really, really want to commend her for being brave, to being honest about having the weight loss surgery, because right. in the beginning, I was thinking about having the gastric sleep. Okay. So the the same thing, or so it's kind of different. The only thing that's different from the gastric sleeve, they go into your stomach laparoscopically with Mm -hmm. four to five incisions, and they will cut your stomach in half, and your stomach won't be any bigger than like the size of your arm. Mm. And you know, your body goes through a whole reset when you do that. Um But I went through the whole process, went to my nutrition classes. It was a six-month process I had to go through. Oh, okay. Different doctor's appointments. And it, you know, I got all the way to the end where I all I had to do was make my surgery date and I got scared and I backed out. Mm-hmm. But I still commend the people who move forward and do the surgery because that that's what works for them. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, if you feel like that's the best move for you, then do it. Yeah. You know, no. like me, I just, I just chickened out. I got scared. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, I got a paper cut the other day, I almost passed out. So I know I'm not the one, you know, to, to, to go that way, but it's like, you know, uh, whether you go that way, the other way, it, it takes courage to start. You know what I mean? It and, does. Uh, that's what I'd be trying to tell people. Like, you know, it's like the time that you're using on contemplating it is the time that you could be using to, to start, you know, yep. when it comes down to it. Like, that's why I asked you what your, if there was like one like situation that happened to make you go, cause you know, with some people it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a pattern of things, you know, right. that lead up to it. Um, I know one dude, um, uh, my man that I've worked out with, uh, he's a little older and, um, he had he looks amazing you know and he was real really big and he had told me that uh 
the reason why he started is because he was out with a woman and she had said something about his weight offensively. Oh, wow. And he said he was tired of that because it happened all the time. And I can't remember what the girl had said, but he said that was his, he said it was a series of insults right. <laughs> from people, you know, like me and you, it was medical. Like, you know, you had your thing with, with just not being able to breathe. My doctor said, bro, your blood pressure is three times what it should be him. It was more of like, a, you know, I'm tired of getting comments from people. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be a medical thing. You know what I'm saying? And right. um, there's no way, there's no, there's no, route that's better than the next one um so yeah man so how's like life been i guess afterwards like losing all of that weight like mentally i should say um yeah mentally it has been good you know what i'm saying you gain confidence within yourself because i used to be a person i used to avoid mirrors i used to avoid pictures yeah I used to avoid, you know, I used to avoid videos. Like I used to try to, of course, find clothing that would compensate for the heavy weight. But then when I look back at pictures and I'm like, girl, you you was big and black. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and you know, they always say, well, you know, black slims you out. It has that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ain't no hiding. You know what I'm saying? But Yo, that's funny. um, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. I definitely, it definitely, um, the mental thing, it puts you in a different state of mind. Like you gain confidence within yourself and you speak more positivity within yourself. And it's just like, I know for me, you just have like a totally different glow. And of course, being a woman, we find any little imperfection. So it, you know, you still go through my struggles. Like sometimes I still, I rewinded to my mother, Ma, I look so fat today. Like, what's going on? But you know, it's just, it just, that's what happens, you know, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happier than I've ever been. Um, I will say that going through my journey is where I was able to truly find myself. Mm-hmm. You get me like going through the whole struggle and doing the plateaus and oh, not meeting yeah. weight goals when I, you know, the time frame that I set them and even being set back, you know, when you fluctuate weight, you go up and down, up and down sometimes. So it's really, you know, I, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I remember when we worked out that time, you had said that you were at a plateau at that time. Did you ever, like, get over that one? or? I did. I did get over it a little bit. Then, you know, birthday came around and, you know, had a little fun. Hey, <laughs> that happens. That happens. And then, you know, I said, up. Oh. Had to get back on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but, hey, I'm glad you mentioned that, though, man, because a lot of people, you know, and with, with, you know, we're just talking weight loss journeys, man. But there's so many different type of journeys, weight loss journey, career, all types of stuff, you know, but you got to find time to be like, okay, I am human. You know what I mean? And it's like, I know. I had struggled like I don't want to say I struggled but when I first started dog absolutely I was just I think I was a little bit past discipline with a point where it wasn't it was so difficult because I thought at the time like damn I can't eat this I got to do this if I don't burn this amount of calories this day and then my grandmother who is 
pretty much my personal dietitian and nutritionist, 80 years old. She still works out. She's a personal trainer. She, all this other stuff. Yeah. And she was the one that was like, dog, you gotta, you gotta stop that. Like, (laughs) you you know what I mean? But you know, Mm -hmm. when you first start, you get me. And it's just like, you kind of have to put your mind in that type of state, that strictness, that discipline, because you're just starting. You get me? So you have to go hardcore. I know that's how I was. When I started my first five to six months, oh, I was playing no games. Right. It was on and popping like, you talking mm-hmm. about have a piece of cake? Cake what? No, I don't want that. <laughs> you want a piece of candy? What's candy? I don't yeah. even know what that is. I don't want that. Heck no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But you know, like I was explaining, so funny that you said that because I was explaining to my coworker today, I'm like, even though when you go on a weight loss journey and now I can't even say journey. I have to say lifestyle because it has definitely become a whole lifestyle and that's what it has to be. But you have to have balance. Mm -hmm. You have to have balance. Like if you have been doing good, treat yourself. It's nothing wrong with having a cheat day, but don't cheat all day. Just have a cheat meal, but you don't have to cheat with the entire meal, you know, but you do work for your body and you learn, but you have to have balance. You have to. Yeah, man. Uh, like I, I actually kind of look forward to cheat days now. Shit, mine's tomorrow. And the biggest issue I got is I'm deciding between World Farms Chicken or Five Guys. I don't know which one it's fitting to be yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to tell you that to not eat Royal Farms Chicken. <laughs> uh, I yo. waste my cheat day on a Royal Farms <laughs> Okay. Hey man, I went to the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, and we grew. We ever. we were raised off of Royal Farms. This bomb. No, and I'm even going there now, smelling that old grease. Okay, and um, going there, and you can't even be in Royal Farms for two minutes and come out smelling like you've been back there cooking the chicken. That's fine. No, I would prefer you to go to Five Guys, get you a burger, some french fries, and enjoy, okay? Do not do Royal Farms. So would you say, like, what other aspects in life that your journey has, like, how has drastically changed? You know, we talked about, like, self-love and all that, but what else? Um, I know I give myself more affirmations, you know what I'm Mm. saying? Um, definitely have to do that because it's just like, you did it, you know, don't be too hard on yourself because you did it and you're still doing it. Um, I know now, shoot, I love taking pictures. I love taking videos now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't avoid nobody's mirror. Um, clothes. That's another thing. I used to hate shopping. I used to hate trying on clothes. Now, oh my goodness, I be shopping all the time. (laughs) You know, but it feels good because when you go from a size 22 to being now a size 12, almost kissing into a 10, you know, it feels good. And you gain that confidence. You get to play around more with clothes. You know, it's just, it's just overall good feeling as far as like dating is concerned. Oh yes. (laughs) Like I said, people, you know, this zone ain't really about dating, but sometimes we do touch on it here and there, you know, so, but I am curious though. 
you know, you got to touch on it. And I just found it really funny because the men that wasn't looking my way before. All right. Yep. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I just be like, mm, boy, you didn't want yeah. me then. <laughs> like, you know, a little Pillsbury. You didn't want me then. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, you know, coming my way now. But you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's crazy, though? One thing, if we're going to stop here for a second. Okay. One thing that I've that I've learned as far as on a romantic aspect goes. So, and this, this is, as I'm speaking for myself is, mm. you know, just how we say we, we were afraid of taking pictures and, you know, I mean, I know if I was at a cookout for like my fraternity or something, like if they were, like, Oh man, we about to take a picture. I would go like hide somewhere. Cause I just, you know, and during those days I was always intimidated by the thought process of a woman saying, Oh, I want somebody that works out. I want somebody that goes to the gym. So I was under the impression at the time that those particular people that said, you know, this is what I want. I just thought, okay, I'm intimidated by that because this is what they're also doing. Dog, now that I've been in this shit for a little while, the people that say they want someone to work out and be healthy are the least healthiest motherfuckers in the world <laughs> like that is the crazy thing they are they are and it's so funny that you say that like they are and i just be i think back at even certain guys even i'm let's keep it real even people who didn't even look my way who used to tease me when we was at north point in high school yeah I'm, I'm gonna put it out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh we you got know, north point alumni listening in you all y'all hear our it's right okay now. and it's okay and i'm gonna I'm just say this if uh-huh. we do have any no point alum listening, hey y'all, hey, ain't no bad blood. I, I, you know, I appreciate you. In hindsight, I, I, I really appreciate you. But yeah. you know, you know they slide in your DM. Even when I uh, went back for homecoming um, back in October for undergrad, at Shaw U. Um, Are you at the show? I went to show. Oh, okay. Two HBCUs in there. Yes, two HBCUs. The the first thing in the the southern (laughs) okay but yeah it was just you know it was just totally different you know hey oh neat hey but you know Mm. i'm not interested you know thanks (laughs) you know um it's definitely different you know people that you never thought would look your way you get a lot more attention not saying all all of the attention is genuine of course you know of course it's not going to be that way but um You have to get used to it. But when you're a humble person, you know, you, you're really not phased by it. But you do right. have, have more confidence when it comes to dating now. Because, right. you know, it starts within. So, you know, you're going out, you look good, you know what I'm saying? You be prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I I never, I'm just, and to this day, I'm still shocked by, like, you know, because I tell people, and some people look at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like, yo. If I'm fucking with somebody, it's a deal breaker that they got to be health conscious. Now, do I say they got to go hard like what you was doing 16, 17 hours fasting and whatnot? Nah, I mean, if you do that, that's cool. But it's like the importance of yeah, being healthy, of being healthy. I was watching a an episode of my 600 pound life. Right. And there was a woman on there who, you know, she was kind of, you know, she was the one that was being profiled. So she had some right. weight on her right. and she had a husband who was 
big too. And they showed what the husband looked like mm-hmm. before they dated. He he was he was he was in shape. And over the years of them being together, he said, like, you know, I just kind of lost my way because I was with her and she had obviously, you know, been struggling with her weight her entire life. And, you know, I, I, it's a really sad story, man. She was I think she was like assaulted um, as a child and she was she associated that with food. You know what I mean? And like, so, you know, I felt bad for her and I felt bad for him, too, because he felt bad for her. So he kind of like was taking care of her. He lost his way. I know that's a very drastic comparison that I'm making. But my point is, is like it's important that the people that you surround yourself with, especially romantically, in my opinion, since we're talking about health and fitness, that they have to be somewhat conscious of it. You You have to. You have to because. You know, of course, when you get in a relationship, you're going to gain a little bit of happy weight. Right. Yeah. You get me? But if you have someone who is going through the same lifestyle journey as you. Right. You have someone to have an accountability partner there. And you have to have that because like him, unfortunately, you know, he got lost trying to, you know, be there for his partner and he end up, you know, gaining and becoming heavy as well. Yeah, it is important. It is important because I need you to motivate me when I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't want to go to the gym. You know, it just feels good. <laughs> right. It just feels good to have that, you know, that person. But yeah. I commend you on watching that show. I can't watch it. Um, yeah. I don't watch it too much, but I, I was watching it with somebody that I was seeing at one point. She kind of said something that I didn't like. Okay. And she has said, because she had watched it a lot. And she was like, damn, how the hell you let yourself get that big? And I was like, man, that's a little insensitive because you you don't first of all, it's TV. You don't you don't know this person. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Hey, you know, and coming from me and you who have struggled with, you know, weight. And I'm pretty oh, sure at one know. point before we made we got into our journeys, we we're walking around. Somebody said that about us. Oh, the whole nine yards, the staring, this is that and the third, you know. So it is yeah. really insensitive. And people who really have never struggled with their weight or even people who are heavy and who are just comfortable and confident within themselves, they don't understand. You get me? It could just be the smallest comment, but it's just like stuff like that. I feel like you can't put your mouth on unless you have really experienced that. Right. So you should just shut up. Yeah, you know, kind of getting off topic, but on I was having a conversation with somebody about something and uh, we got on the topic of suicide and, you know, they were like, I don't understand how you can kill yourself and this, that and the third and blah, 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 blah. Again, now this is this wasn't the same person that said the same thing about 600 pound life. But again, my my sentiments were the same. You don't know you know, what that is like. Um, Somebody explained that type of thing. Suicide is you standing on the balcony of a hundred foot or a hundred floor skyscraper and it's on fire. And either you jump off or you go back in the building. So you're either way, you're going to die, but it's a matter of how. So I said, look, man, unless you have ever been in that because you know i'm speaking for myself like i've been down before i've been down but i've never been that down you know what i mean so it would be very insensitive and ignorant and somewhat contemptuous to 
speak on someone about oh, how could they do that? How could they do that? So they said something else where they were like, yeah, well, you know, things are going to get better. Things will get better and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Again, you're speaking from your own platform. You know, things are going to get better. You have been through storms several times and you've made it through several times. So you understand the concept of how you'll be in a storm and you can make it out. You can't yeah. say that to someone who's feels like they have been in a storm their entire life and never made it out right you can't say that you know what I mean and so many things can bring on that type of depression like weight law I mean um weight issues anything Anything. you know what I mean and it's like what you were saying there's a lot of insensitive people out here who you know speak on stuff and that's kind of what I was talking about a few minutes ago where it's like I thought that someone you know that said they wanted to be helped they wanted somebody that was healthy you know they were healthy, but nah. like I meet people who be like, yeah, they got to work out. They got to do this. But then you see their habits, you see their life. Yeah. And it's like, hold on. How are you going to sit here and say that someone yeah, needs to be healthy and work out, but you ain't doing shit like, so wait, you want me to be the one, you know what doing I mean? All the work. Yeah. And yo, I'll be trained. I can be completely transparent. One of my fears scares the living hell out of me is burying my wife at a very young age yeah. you know what i mean that scares that you seen um best man holiday yeah yo that ending scene it makes me cry every time that don't fuck me up i was like yo it, this is some scary yeah. shit like you it, know it, and it's i don't i mean granted you don't know what life is gonna throw out you you really don't but you know what i mean it's like yo i want someone to be health conscious as well so it's like for you to say that, oh, I went, I've heard, yo, men, like, sometimes they can be worse with that. Because I've heard dudes, I used to work with a guy. Uh-huh. He was not in a place to speak. Let's just say that <laughs> about you know, somebody's weight. <laughs> and he used to be so critical. Them. <laughs> always them. You always have them. And I'm going to just say them. Them. Right. <laughs> right. Because it's just like. You know, you ain't got no room to be talking about nobody. Right. But right. it's just like, you know, yeah. they, they don't have their opinions. People going, they going to say whatever they want to say. They always going to speak when they don't need to be talking. Yeah. And it's like, it's like um, today, right? I was looking, I actually posted on my story. It was a picture. Uh, actually, it was two pictures. It was a picture. Uh, the first picture was uh, this couple, this black couple. Mm-hmm. And the woman, very very beautiful woman she was standing next to her boyfriend who was rather large and so it was another picture where it was her again with the same guy that had lost a shit ton of weight oh yeah i saw it i did saw that so it's like the caption was like yeah you know instead of laughing at him like you know she stuck with him and this that and the third and now like you know they're a power couple like they both look amazing and i had several people now, mind you, I follow both of their Instagrams. Right? Okay. I had several people respond to that and go, oh, you know, that's not the same guy, right? And I said, yeah, it is, dog. Like, this is his Instagram. Right. And after a while, I was like, yo, you people really hate when someone achieves a goal that they set their mind out to. It's so sad. It is so sad. And... <laughs> It's so funny that you say that because it's just like people become jealous. 
Right. You get me? They become jealous because they're so used to seeing you in this whole light, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, and it's just like when they see that you have overcome that and you have made a change, they don't know how to handle it. Right. They do not know how to handle it. And I just can't understand why. Why? Especially in the black community. And I'm going to just really oh, yeah. be honest and touch on it. Yeah. It's just like, what you so mad for? Yeah. Yeah. Tori, in the last episode, you probably heard when she, you know, made her amazing transformation and she talked about it, is that some dude that she was dealing with thought she had AIDS. <laughs> wow. Crazy. And it's like how she has said, like, wow, like, I can't just be lose healthy and lose the weight. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It has to be some type of reason behind it. It does. And it's so sad because it's like sometimes it's like is you damned if you do and damned if you don't. Right. You know, people going to have their comments when you heavy. Oh, you need to lose weight. You da 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 This is the third. Then you get control over it. You lose the weight. Oh, you losing too much weight. <laughs> you don't need to lose no more. You going to look sick. You look like you got the ninja. I'm just like, what? You, got, you look like you got the what? The ninja. So that's like a little country is- way of saying <laughs> <laughs> That is new. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. You know, so, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, just be happy. Why has to be all of that, you know? Right, right. Just be happy for me. like. Yeah, and it's it's like, I remember when I first started, um, you know, I was working at night at the time. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, before that, like, I was, like, just eating out the vending machines, all types of bad stuff or whatever. Right. And then, like, you know, like, say I get a honey bun out the vending machine. I'd be walking around with it. Dudes be like, man, what vending machine you get that out of? Whatever. So when I start bringing, like, healthier food, oh, what's that? Why you eating that? Whatever. Hold on, bro. When I was eating honey buns and fried catfish every day, you motherfuckers wasn't saying nothing. Yeah. You know. know? And, again, it's one of those things that still blows my mind that when you – set out a goal whether it be a weight loss goal a professional goal whatever and you start chasing it there's always going to be somebody misery loves company misery does love company but then on the flip side of things you do have the folks the individuals and even people that you don't even haven't even spoken to in a long time like yourself you get what i'm saying like you have those people who are happy for you they motivate you they even go through the journey with you whether they are going through a weight loss journey but they're there with you you get what i'm saying so that's the beautiful thing about it i know my mom she's been my cheerleader (laughs) see i was gonna ask you that like how has your journey been like as for we talked about friends we talked about Uh the romantic part but how's the family dynamic been with that um my family has been very supportive especially my mom and my dad it was just so crazy because uh when I lost my first I would say like 50 almost 50 pounds Mm. my dad had a conversation with my mom and he was like I'm so happy you know Arnika you know finally got control over her weight because he started to get really concerned and it was crazy that he said that because my mother was like, well, I didn't even realize that she had got that big. And then my mm-hmm. dad was like, what I did, but because, you know, fathers are really sensitive to their daughters, you know, so of course he never really brought it, brought it to my attention. But, you know, 
it has really helped my family. Like my mother got involved, my dad got involved, you know, even my cousin, you know, so it's been, it's been really, really beautiful with my family, you know, right. um, all the way across the board. So yeah. um, I couldn't be happier. Ah, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, yeah man. Um, That is a very important aspect because going through something like this, I mean, you're going to be going through it by yourself because you're the one that has to change. But it's also right. important to have a strong foundation behind you. Um, just as many people who have been negative, I've had just as many people who have been positive. Exactly. You know, um, my father, hell, he's one of them. Like, matter of fact, he, um, you know, I remember like growing up, you know, I used to see my father, like who, you know, you'll talk hear me talk about on every episode. <laughs> um, you know, I remember seeing him, uh, you know, was, I was a kid, he would take me to work with him and he'd be drinking like the 72 ounce big gulps and, you know, and um, all the soda and stuff. And like, you know, I kind of was the same, like, you know, when I was in college, like I had a really bad soda addiction um, you know, I had a really bad relationship with food. And uh, I remember one weekend I came home and he pulls in the driveway and he just looks different. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like, he looked all small in the neck and all this other stuff. Long story short, come to find out that he had a, he almost went into a diabetic coma. Wow. And I, as God be my witness, that was about maybe 10 years ago. I have not seen this man turn back. You know, wow. I mean, That's healthy. Beautiful. My mom's the same way, you know, and like I see this man, he works out all the time, whatever. And, you know, I remember uh, and my grandmother, too, you know, eventually I'm going to have her on here. So I might spoil the story. But, you know, my grandmother, she's been on her journey, what, 50 years because she That's said amazing that she started when she was in her 30s. And what happened was, you know, she I seeing the pictures of her that big back then, I was like, damn, that was you. So she is she has seven kids, was a single mother of seven kids, living in Southeast DC and where my father's from. And so she said that she had went back in the day, there were uh these like medical trailers that like the grocery stores would have. So she said she went in there just to whatever and the doctors talking to her and you know, he goes, Mrs. Miss Bryant, let me, let me ask you a question. And she goes, how old is your oldest child? And, you know, they say, I think she said like 12 or something like that. He goes, well, do you plan on seeing your kids graduate? She goes, yeah. Do you plan on them seeing them have kids? Yeah. Do you plan on seeing them being married? Yeah. He goes, okay, well, none of that's going to happen if you keep going down the, 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 the path that you're on. Wow. And she starts thinking, damn, like, you know, they grew up, you know, Southeast, whatever, kind of in a rough area. And she said, if they don't have me, they don't have nobody. And she said she had to do it for them because it wasn't even for her herself at that time. She had yeah, to do it exactly. for them, you know, and she never, I mean, I'll tell you this woman, she, she the one that taught me how to make protein pancakes. <laughs> oh, wow. And I have not tried pro protein pancakes, but I heard they were really, really good. They are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah, try them. But it's they so are. funny that you mentioned, you know, she had to do it for them, you know, because in hindsight, for someone who doesn't have kids yet, it's just like you think about stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. I have to get healthy for my future children. How right. and even walking around as a woman being pregnant, I need to be healthy. Yeah, You know, yeah. I want to be able to run around the house and be active with my kids. I don't want to be, you know, 
not being able to do fun things with them. So you do think about others and it's not just about you. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. No, straight up. And like, you know, I remember you when you said you had your issues with like, you know, your breathing. I remember when I was like in a hospital and then, you know, I, my parents eventually found out about it. And then my, they just had this horrified look on their face. And I was like, damn, you know, I'm supposed to bury my parents. My parents ain't supposed to bury me. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I was like, I can't live with myself that if I if I wasn't taking care of myself, something right, that it'll happen, you know. Right. It'll, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's what my whole thing was too. Like it's scary, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's that's a really scary thing. Yeah, man. Uh definitely important for yourself. I know with me, um, another thing, and maybe you can relate. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to assume you can relate, is that as far as with the insecurities go and lack of self-esteem and lack of, you know, self-love. Social media plays a huge role in that. It does. Okay, by the look of your face, I'm sure you can agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really, really does. Like social media, whoo, social media yeah. put like a whole what's the word I'm looking for? Pressure, right, on you that you don't even realize that it right. does. It's like you competing with all these beautiful women. And then it's just like, you know, you have this person being an influencer with that. But then it's just like now I just find it so amazing how now women who are curvy, women who are thick, that's it now. Back in the yeah. day, you couldn't be over. Let's keep it real. You can't even be over 170 pounds. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And you was like called fat. But now it's like the roles have just reversed. If you are, I'll say maybe 160 and under, they don't want you now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you think you the bomb, you this, you that. And um, mm. it does, it's just hard. And as a woman, you know, you just feel like you have to live up to this image expectation because of what you see every day on social media. Right. But what I do love is that now, you know, being a thick woman, being curvy, it's really they're embracing us, you know, mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, you know, it gets kind of hard. Now you see plus size models at Victoria's Secret. You see right. plus size models in like a lot of department stores, H&M and a lot of high end designers now are even accommodating their clothing to curvy women. So um, but it is it is still hard because you see a lot of women have different shapes different sizes some women will carry 190 pounds differently from the rest that mm -hmm. it's just still so much but I know I have allowed social media to be a motivation for me I follow at least um two to three girls who are fitness influencers on Instagram. Okay. And they really motivate me. We have literally the same body types, the same problem areas with our bodies. We going through our journey the natural way. And I just use them as motivation. So whatever you're doing to help you get that result in this area, I'm going to do what you're doing and it can help <laughs> me. It helps me push myself even more. You get me? So social media is the potential to be is is great and is bad at the same time. Uh, real right. quick, that 
that point you talked on about plus size women. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe would have been considered plus size if she was that alive today. Crazy. Which is crazy. Like <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's how like bad it was back then. Um, that's what I'm saying. And I love her. So yeah. I, I love yeah. her. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You know, you want to, so you know, I'm a history guy, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> I think that I am not. But See, give me your knowledge. You want to hear a weird story about Marilyn Monroe? I do. That's my girl. So, Marilyn Monroe was buried. M- mind you, folks, this has nothing to do with anything, but um, it's a little side note history. It's okay. Yeah, just a little history. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a history nerd. So, Marilyn Monroe was buried in Forest Lawns Memorial Gardens in Los Angeles, right? The smallest but yet biggest cemetery where the most Hollywood stars are. Doris Roberts, Robert, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, um, Andy Griffin, um, Marilyn Monroe, Hugh Hefner, all these Hollywood greats from the golden era. So, Marilyn Monroe is buried in, or she's in a crypt in a mausoleum. Right. By the way, folks, I if you guys didn't know, I'm a historian at Arlington National Cemetery, so I have this thing about talking about <laughs> this type of stuff. So, like, this is my niche when it comes to history, so don't think I'm a weirdo. But, um, so, no. So, Marilyn Monroe is buried right next to Hugh Hefner. Marilyn Monroe died. Hugh Hefner bought the crypt next to her for $75,000 to be buried next to her, even though they never met in life, but he credits Playboy to her existence. Wow. So, the story is, is that above Marilyn Monroe is buried a man by the name of Richard Poncher, a.k.a. the man with the eternal smile. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is because he was obsessed with Marilyn Monroe while he was alive. He was married, four kids. Um, He was obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. So when she died, he bought the crypt above her for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. See, she's the bomb. And now, all these men. <laughs> want to be Even after death, right? Okay. Even after death. And um, he bought the crypt above her for a hundred and some odd thousand dollars. And he put in his last will and testament that he is to be buried. He is to be face down in his casket, looking down at Marilyn Monroe for all of eternity. Wow. So he's on his deathbed. This is the part that trips me out. Imagine you're married, <laughs> right? And your husband goes, oh, nigga, here goes my last will and testament. I want to be buried above Nicki Minaj, <laughs> right? And you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you should see her face. She's like, what? what? So she reads this and he says that he wants to be buried above Marilyn Monroe for this crypt that he bought that she had no idea about until this moment. And he's literally on his deathbed inches away from transitioning. And he said in the last will and testament that if you do not grant my wish, I will haunt you for all eternity. Y'all can look this up. This is real shit. What? (laughs) So this is the history they don't teach in school. This is why people don't like history. But this is the type of shit that I can tell you about all day. So after the funeral, they brought him around the mausoleum. And flipped his body over in the casket, put his body, put the casket in the crypt above Marilyn Monroe. And to this day, he is face down looking at Marilyn Monroe, which is why he is the man with the eternal smile. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's like, yo, how the fuck do you know this stuff? <laughs> no, first of all, you, you know, I commend anybody who loves history. I can't stand history. I know it's sad. <laughs> I'm not going to be ashamed to say it. The history that needs to be known, I know it. You know, I know it. You get me? But yeah, that was just some. Yeah, that was just. I appreciate. Shit. I appreciate people like <laughs> so me getting this knowledge. Look, now I could I could brag about my girl Marilyn. She <laughs> had two people she never even met. Mm-hmm. Puts a whole other spin on sliding in your DMs. Ha ha ha. No, what I was gonna say is social media is um it's dangerous when it comes to self esteem and self love. Yeah. I know um so many and you know women struggle with it. As you say, I've, me being myself and a couple other men that I know have struggled with it because it's this this look that society has created. And what you said was true because people, you know, especially with women, um, they carry their weight differently. And there's a lot of people, especially on social media, who identify physicalities with health. And I've talked about this before, is that you look at somebody like Lizzo, you know, people look at her and like, oh, man, she fat as hell, blah, 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 blah. But she's a vegan and she works out all the time. Um, You look at somebody like uh, Aaron Donald, the uh, defensive end for the St. Louis for the L.A. Rams. Uh-huh. Big dude, 300 some odd pounds, whatever. One of the most healthiest people, one of the most healthiest athletes in the world. You know, and it's all about, you know, it's not like Tori with the last episode. I remember uh, she was talking about this. And uh, when we talked about before the episode, you know, she had been telling me that, you know, people thought she was sick this and the third. But okay, are you sick? That's the thing. She's not sick. She's just smaller. She's healthy. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) But people, they have to equate size and health not but again this goes back to what we said if you've never dealt with anything like yeah, that yeah you can't put your mouth on it you know you just right. you just can't you just right. need to hush yeah not unless you want to go through a journey and be able to understand you right. get me how we feel right so right. yeah man social media is dangerous and i just see certain things on there man where i'm like yo and people like really and myself included you like you know you see this stuff and you're like damn but again what i've learned is the people that fantasize over these healthy quote unquote looking people you know what i mean that look like they're like in tip-top shape and they're like yes what i want be the ones that don't do the shit yeah they don't yeah 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 man and um i don't know man social media is 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 a potential to connect people from around the world instantly but as a potential to disconnect people around the world instantly and when it comes down to like self-image and stuff like that so uh somebody had posted something that was really funny and uh (laughs) they said social media is the fakest thing and they put a chicken emoji next to a car emoji and they said mm-hmm. look at the chicken it's bigger than the car like you know it's right. like, this is not real you know right. and um so yeah man it's uh i don't i don't really subscribe to it like i just get on there for like shits and giggles but you know i see a lot of stuff on there where i'm like damn like you know this is what i'm talking about it's a lot of like with what i posted today you know with a couple 
that lost weight together and people are still finding reasons to hate you know what i mean all right ma'am so uh before we get up out of here you know i always try to end on you know asking the person that's on if they have any positive words for somebody who may be struggling with weight maybe struggling with anything you know what i mean especially with you i tell people all the time i am i'm i'm not a black i'm not a woman i'm not a black woman so it's not really my space to tell black women what they should and should not do that's what i got you for so uh, (laughs) yeah man anything i guess somebody who's listening that you know maybe they're struggling with the same thing and they want to you know start on that particular journey or any journey um i will say you I, I will say it every every single time you have to find a moment where you are really ready you get me if you do just just do it be motivated push yourself pray i know i would say i wouldn't have been able to do half of this journey if it wasn't for Jesus Christ himself, because it has been times where I had to pray and push myself through this. Right. And he has really pushed and motivated me to continue on. But don't give up. It's going to be hard, but it'll be worth it in the end. I know that I have been an inspiration to a lot of girls that I don't even know. Girls that I do know. They have come to me with, you know, questions and advice and, you know, I'm always willing to help people because I needed someone to help me when I was first starting. You get me and that's what I was able to have. And I would just always want to be able to be a motivation to somebody else and be able to help the next woman who is struggling with weight because, you know, it's just a sensitive thing for us. You get me. And uh, once you get control over it, you just become a totally new person. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Don't well, give up. Do not give up. <laughs> Keep pushing, girl. Keep pushing. Yeah, girl. Keep, Keep pushing. pushing. <laughs> and uh, the only universal advice I have to say is just ignore negative people. Yes, you know? ignore negative people because you're going to have that. You're going to have people who are going to tell you, oh, you need to stop there. You don't need to, you don't need to lose no more. Your neck getting small. Your ankles getting small. This, this, that, and the third. <laughs> You keep going until you are comfortable (laughs) with where you want to be. You get me? Just keep pushing and just knock out all the negativity and give yourself affirmations. If you have to write affirmations on sticky notes in the mirror or write them down every day, whatever you got to do to keep pushing and motivating yourself to keep going, do it. Well, there you have it. That is the best advice that I feel like can be given in situations like this. Um, like I said, yeah, the, the only universal advice that I have is just is the negativity, uh, the negativity, and to block that out because power and life lie in the tongue. You know, it definitely does. You know, that mouth is very, very powerful. <laughs> we don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? So it can- if you speak it, it'll be done yeah um the tongue can cut deeper than any knife um, yeah you know so well my dear i do appreciate you for being on and i appreciate and you for I entertaining my yeah man yeah it was definitely fun man i, I appreciate you, you for not judging me about my random history fact 
Um, I will never judge you. I keep telling <laughs> you. I appreciate people like you. Oh. You with the history. <laughs> and let me tell you, whoever, is, whoever don't appreciate it, I tell people, they hating. They, they hating on me. Hey, man. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, uh, people were like, yo, how'd you get into history? And I'm like, well, my mom used to make us read these Civil War books when we were little to like, I guess, maybe a punishment. But now look at the monster she created. So, um, Ooh, shout out to your mother. <laughs> I, I thought about uh, dropping a random history fact on each episode on here. You were my test subject just now. I don't know. I might a cool history fact. Not it was a cool history fact. It wasn't, you know. But I think you should do that. You need to incorporate it. Do it. Do it. Well, my dear, I thank you for being on. And as I always, say uh, if we can just get wake up one person and you know they hear it, and uh, you kind of said it when you were talking about um, the Instagram influencers, where you were like, "Man, well, this is what they doing." So let me try. You know. Right. I, go, I always go with my 7 billion people concept. There's 7 billion people out here. Somebody is going through the same thing as you. It's just a little easier when you hear that, 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 that they are. So my dear, I definitely thank you for it. Um, still got to get the acai bowls. So. Yes, we do. do. Yeah. Most the acai bowls, yeah, my bad. Happens. Yo, life got life crazy. Happens like <laughs> <laughs> we adults, you know, we got to make appointments now. And yeah, it's okay. yeah, you know I appreciate you for not. I get, uh... it. I get it, but uh, thank you for having <laughs> me on. Thank you for asking me to come on here and being open and transparent. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Thank you. And I love the podcast. And if anybody has not listened to not one episode, you're missing out. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for that. Each episode has been amazing. It really <laughs> Well, we are adding to that. Next week, I got uh, another friend of mine on. She's going to speak on something very different than weight loss and stuff. I'm not going to go into it yet, but it's very heavy. And I made sure I went, I asked her a million times, was she okay with talking about it? But she will. And that's going to be uh, next week. So y'all, thank y'all for tuning in on the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast. We talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things, such as men being buried above Marilyn Monroe. Exactly. All right, y'all. As always, peace, love, and always.